I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hello there, men, women, and everyone else in the entire world. Children, the children of the world, Dylan, they've been crying out for this one, haven't they? They've been waiting. <laughs> 20, 23 chapters, they've been just there. When are we going to get to it? The man who cried, the 2000 film starring Johnny Everyone's Depp and favorite. Ritchie. Well, it's the one Everyone's we've been waiting favorite. For. By the way, this is I Miss You Man. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? Doing amazing, mate. I get to talk about our favourite actor, Christina Ricci. Because this is the Christina Chronicles, our mega series on the, I was going to say Life and Times, mainly the, the filmography of Christina Ricci. The, the, the times. The times. Yeah. The times she's on screen for us. As I said up top, we have reached chapter 24, The Man Who Cried. Um, it's a historical drama. It's Christina's, I think, first attempt at an accent. Ooh, really? Just about. Yeah, I guess. I guess possibly, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You can double check. Oh, no, that. 200 cigarettes. He was doing uh, doing an accent. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's, it's, it's his first film as an, like, a first starring role in a drama, you might say. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Her first uh, art house film, maybe. It's it's art house. Leading. Mm-hmm. Leading anyway. Yeah. It's it struggles. I think the film, Dylan. I think oh. it's got some interesting performances and some interesting concepts. Very flat characters. That's very interesting. Well, why don't you give everyone a little brief rundown of what it's about, Lonnie? Okay, Dylan. So Christina Ricci, the child, is in Russia. This is mm-hmm. early part of the 20th century. And mm-hmm. her father goes off to America. And then um, because they are um, Russian Jews, they're getting their village gets um, on fire. She's got to flee as a refugee, essentially. She ends up in the UK um, where she's taken in by her family. Wasn't much love going on there, from what I could tell. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the plan, the plan was to go to America. Mm. She I mean, got turned around at some point. <laughs> she definitely did, yeah. Didn't quite make it across the Atlantic. Um, she grows up to be a dancer, ended up in Paris. A well, singer, a dancer, yeah. Sing, sorry, she's, she's more of a singer, ends up in a slightly less than glamorous life as a sort of chorus girl in... Paris in an opera, actually. Um, yeah. Where she comes across uh, Johnny Depp, who is a 
performer as well and from a, a gypsy family and also comes across some other people. Um, Kate Blanchett makes an appearance and she's probably starting out here too, isn't she? She would, would have had yeah. some roles, but not. she's still at the beginning of her career at this point. Yeah, probably early on. Who, who else you got? John Turturro, mate. Yeah, one of the greats. Absolutely, for sure. Character actor John Turturro, as they say. He's here. He's, he's I guess, the villain of the piece for a large part of it. Um, <laughs> except except for Germany in World War Two. yes. <laughs> well, he's an Italian opera singer who um, has sympathies lie with the fascists in Italy. As I should mm. mention, um, they're in Paris in the um, 1940s. What a great place to be uh, when World War Two breaks out. So, evidently, mm. yeah, yes. So then it's what happens then. How does she survive this, given her heritage and and you know, given her her desire to be with her family? Um. So yeah, with that description, absolutely. you can you can get absolutely. the see. Sorry, you just stopped for a second. I think you might have been a bit delayed on my end. Sorry. How dare you <laughs> call me delayed? You rude dog. <laughs> You go, yeah, I mean, the connection. You want to go, you go, you, 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 you pick <laughs> it up. Yep. You pick it up, mate. Why do you hate this film, Wally? I don't hate this film, Dylan. I just thought, given the emotional context of what I've just described as the plot, I feel like there are times where I should have been really invested in these people. Just wasn't, unfortunately. Well, I mean, I was invested in Christina for the most part. Yeah. Then it is basically all focused around her because she is the lead and it's about her journey to you know, get to America. I get so. that. But I feel like for a lot of the film, she was just sort of there looking at stuff. I'm like, where's the emotional pull here for me and her, you know? Well, she wants to find her father. Is that not, not an emotional pull enough for you, mate? Yeah, but she just likes things happen and she just stares at it. Wow. You're finally going after our girl. We've been through Bear Mountain. We've been through that darn cat. No, come, come And this on. is where you draw the line. No, I, I thought... This she... is where you've had enough. No, I thought she was great. Um, I I have no problem with, with Christina as an actor. I just thought her character, there wasn't enough investment in, in dramatisation of her inner conflict. Especially when, when Johnny Depp turns up and I thought for a while, maybe he doesn't speak English or speak a language that they can both talk to each other in. Or, or they, do they have to pay him by the word or something? Because he does not talk much in this film, does he? For the, probably half, the first half of what he's in, in the film, hmm. it's it's a lot of facial expressions and body language. That is correct. Um, I, I mean, I get the feeling that they talked in between scenes. That's how it came across anyway. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's some headcanon there, I think. Well, I mean, she went... No, come, you listen to me. She went to dinner with him. She had drinks. She went dancing with him. And then he drops her home. You're saying they didn't say a word to each other that whole time? I didn't see it. Didn't hear it. I just... I, what I bring it up is, like, he's there just staring. And she's just there staring. And just sort of looking... It would be nice to, like... Does she have feelings? Like, I didn't get that sense. She was just a bit of a... <laughs> bit of a vacant person wow this is uh never thought this would be where we differ so much i, I really like this one i thought this is one of the best ones we've seen really to be did you really I did. it's interesting i to did me. i did 
I thought the acting was top-notch all around. I thought the atmosphere was really good. Mm. The score was great. I thought when there was spoken words, which you seem to love, that's all you care about, apparently. I thought that was well-written, too. Okay. And uh, even even does a cheeky little, you know, begins in medias rest, you know. It's, mm. it's, it's going for something. That's true. That's true. I don't think it was... You want to explain what that is for those who are unaware, sorry? In the middle of things. So it would begin... And we find Christina's um, in the ocean, fire all around her. And so what's mm-hmm. going to happen? And then it cuts back to the beginning and we leading up to that moment again. It's inter- It's a good tactic. I like that in movies. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. It's good stuff. I didn't hate the film, by the way. I just thought it could have been better. <laughs> like, if, if the characters had been a bit more, more developed, I would have liked it more. It's interesting. I thought I thought she was as, as developed as she possibly could be. We saw her, basically her whole life was struggle warning. Yeah, it was very sad to watch, wasn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It was tough to watch. Village got ransacked when she was a kid. She didn't get to go meet her father. She has to live with strangers. She got mm. bullied at school. Mm. Very rough. Very rough. Think about that. That scene, she's getting picked on at school because she's got... Well, she does an accent when she speaks, but... but also showing the language very well growing up. Yeah. It's like, I don't think, I'm not saying I was perfect right, Dylan, but I, I don't think I was much of a bully, over a bully, right? Maybe I was, you know, didn't, didn't stand up for kids all the time or I didn't participate when I, you know, I went along with a joke sort of thing. But it just seems like a real dick thing to do, doesn't it? Being a bully? Yeah. Yeah, being a bit rude, I would say. Yeah. Why do we do it? At the end of the day. Why do humans do that to I each don't other? Know. To to hide our own pain, to mask our own suffering. Yeah. I would uh, I would say. I guess it's in group, out group. She's an outsider, so if we'll make fun of her, we're closer together, sort of thing. It's rude. Yeah, no good. It, no, I don't, it is quite rude. I don't approve. No, nor should you. Nor should you. <laughs> um, you mentioned to me offline or online, off pod, I should say, Kate Blanchett. You're into her as an actor. Oh, mate, she was amazing in this. She she nails her Russian accent. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. I, I bet, because this is in, what, 2000, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I bet when she got the call from her agent saying, oh, I've got a part for you in the next Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, <laughs> but you've got to be able to do a Russian accent, I bet she thought to herself, no, fuck it, I've got this. Yeah, Let's in. go, set up that audition. <laughs> I always forget she's in that movie, yeah. Um, she's like the best part. Yeah, she's a good villain. I She's good in this because I think she gives her character some emotional depth. She gets all the interesting scenes and the interesting arc as well. Yeah, yeah, fair. I can so see that. Yeah. She's a fellow dancer in the, in the group and then she attracts the attention of the Italian fascist opera singer, Johnny T. That's... <laughs> That's him. That's him. Hell of a voice. Do you think that was actually him singing? No, apparently none of the singing was actual people. Shame. That is a shame. That's very isn't bad. No good. Um, but he, he made me believe it was him, Lonnie. So, you know, acting, there you go. It? Yeah. Absolutely. No, she does because she she's gets caught up in the in the drama and the excitement of, of the um, amazing man who's falling in love with her. And then she 
he shags up with him, but then it turns out, no, he he loves these little going around. He likes the chase more than he likes being married to someone, doesn't he? He's it it does seem that way. Not to mention that, that um, yeah, the buddy sells Christina out to protect himself. Yeah. Yeah, no good. No good. Mm. Bit rude at the end of the day, I would say, John Totoro's character was. Yeah. That, that was a pretty intense scene where he's like begging Germany to win in the war <laughs> just so he can get his career, like stick out, stick out with his career, hey? Yeah, there's a bit much, I thought, you know, yeah. but yeah, he gets what he wants at the end of the day. And what, what a juxtaposition it was to him when we first meet him. Hmm. He's just having fun at a party, you know, singing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to that house like a few years later or however long hmm. it was. And he's singing to a room full of German officers, and a German officer's even playing the piano. Mm. No good. No yeah, good. bit of a bit of a bit of a journey that one. Yeah. Um, so there's, as we said, there's lots of singing and dancing in this film. Um, there's a nice scene where they where they dance at the gypsy camp. It's interesting. <laughs> there's horse dancing. There's horse pooping on oh, stage. Mate, we can, we... <laughs> We got it all, don't we? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, it's their third collaboration. I didn't pick up on this, but it's their third time they've been together on screen. Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Fear and Loathing, and mm-hmm. then Sleepy Hollow, and then this. They it was, it was good to see her together. back with um proper eyebrows, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It is much nicer to look at. I must. I must admit. And I, we're going to chronicle some, you know, big moments for Christina as we go. Obviously, mm, definitely. Is this her first sex scenes on a film? Oh no! I think we had some other sex scenes. Let me, let me pull up her filmography. Okay, I feel like we did because if they are. For a first-time sex scene, they're very tastefully done. You know, not crude, not rude. Yeah, well, it's Sally Potter's the director, a female director, which I would think has some um, <laughs> something to do <laughs> with that. That's the reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Written and directed too, by the way. Mm. I love a good uh, mm. same-person combo. Nothing gets lost in translation that way. Um, oh, there was the the sort of sex scene in uh, the Ice Storm. Nah, it doesn't count. That's dry humping. Um, but I feel like there was sex in No Vacancy on the, on the dryer, washing machine. 
Mm, yeah, I think it was implied. I don't think we actually saw them both. Interesting. I believe. Anyway, you, you this know, is the you, first you, proper one. Potentially the first full-on... Not full-on, but you know what I mean. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't full-on. <laughs> tastefully done, is what I'm saying. Before they, yeah, they cut away before anything happens. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. No, good stuff. I also, I also like that... Uh, I don't think I've seen a film before where we follow what it's like to live in Paris as World War Two starts to break out. Mm. I thought that was really interesting because the Polish lady who she's neighbours with and she's friends with, basically once it gets announced that, uh, you know, let's go to war, boys, you know, mm. um, she's like, oh, it's pretty scary, but we're in France, we're safe here. Germany mm. doesn't care about France. Obviously, yeah. time acts of us all, and that isn't the case. And, you know, we start to see... Obviously, people getting taken from their homes, book burnings, and eventually that opera that they were working for, which used to play to sell out houses, mm. eventually there's like three people there and the only people who show up for work are John mm. Turturro and Christina Ricci. Yeah, it's pretty rough, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's, that's totally foreign to us, that sort of concept, isn't it? Yeah. Well, hopefully it's something we'd never have to go through. Yes, absolutely. Um. But yeah, that's it. that was an interesting part of it. This you could see that's this sort of film being played in the year eleven modern history class, eh? To give you a sort of sense of yeah. that sort of time of the world. For sure, for sure. I I did like the ending, Dylan. Me too. Me too. Something about that the last scene. Yes, yes, indeed. Something about that that tug on my heartstrings. Were you the man who cried at the end of the film, Lonnie? <laughs> By the end of the film, I was. Um, it's something about that, but like it happens a bit in movies, scenes where characters reconnect after many years apart. Um, that that just works for me. It's emotional, you know. Yeah. Think of all the, all the lost time, but also now that they made it, they made it back. Absolutely, and it feels like years for us as viewers because mm. we saw her and her dad like right together, like right at the start of the film within mm. the first five minutes. Then he's gone, mm -hmm. and then basically the last five minutes is when we see him together again. Mm. Yeah, the journey. And yeah, when she, yeah, yeah, and when she started singing to him like he used to sing to her when she was little, I, I had a tear. I, I was the man who cried it's as well, Lonnie. The, man, admit the man who cried. Yeah, I miss I you, man who the cried. Man who cried. <laughs> absolutely absolutely no that's good stuff um in i think if part of that i think is just the dread of if what if i lost somebody in my life and then was able to reconnect with them many years later i guess that's what it makes me think about as much as the characters you know yeah no for sure mm. for sure Which one? <laughs> I, you got I, it coming i'll say this I like this film for the most part. My big complaint... Oh, okay. Is... Here he is. <laughs> My big complaint is when Kate Blanchett's character dies, Lola, near mm. the end of the film, mm -hmm. because the film doesn't take any moments to absorb it or linger on it, and we don't even see Christina Morn. It just moves straight on to her in as America. If it, as if it didn't happen. That. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's my only complaint, because I really enjoyed Kate Blanchett's character and mm. performance in this, but... Mm. Apart from that, I really liked it. One other thing I'd say, I thought it was a bit interesting when she 
ends up in America and she's got a dad's picture. By the way, that picture is the most talked about picture in all of Paris, isn't it? Everybody walks past her apartment, can't stop but have a look at it and have a little sticky beak. Yeah. Like, oh, is this it? Oh, is this like? <laughs> I mean, it's a weird thing to ask repeatedly. She leaves it out, I guess. It's on display. People to have a look at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she's back in America and she's talking to people and there's like somebody is on the case to try and reconnect them. And she ends up at a factory with lots of old Jewish guys. And they're like, oh, is this the guy? Do you reckon he's this fella? Did he, did he renounce his faith? Is that, that that guy? They're not quite sure. And like, it <laughs> the turns... one who was so devastated about his family dying that he renounced his faith. Could have been, could it have been that bloke? Maybe? Yeah. Well, the start is that's that's pretty memorable that that event. But also, <laughs> he went out west and became like head of a Hollywood studio. That's a pretty memorable story. Like, if I knew somebody who did that, I'd probably recall their name. You know. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Now, fair point. Fair point. But you know, I, I, I it, it's the story. I get it. It's fine. Nah, good stuff. I reckon. Mm. Um, do you want to look at some reviews, Dylan? Yes. Yeah, so how'd Rog go with it? What do you Mr. reckon? Mister Ebert liked it. He gave it three okay, stars. He's back Dylan. in my good books. Three out of oh, four. He's back in my good books, my man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, he said it was amazingly ambitious. Um, looking about the the sort of the length and breadth it covers. He says, it's amazingly ambitious movie, not so much because of the time and space it covers, a lot, but because Potter, the director, trusts us to follow her heroine through one damn thing after another. It's true. She does a lot. It's, she does go through a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of the... It's really all hinged on that scene at the end because, yeah, you know, we, we know all the pain she's gone through and then when she finally breaks down, like... If any a time was to hit a home run in acting, that was it for Christina. And she mm. knocked it out of the park mm-hmm. when she just breaks down at the end. Okay, well, talking about the actors here, Mr. Ebert says, Blanchett uses a thick accent as a tart with a porn, heart of porn goal. <laughs> okay, mate. Jesus. Bit harsh. <laughs> I, I assume he means that in a, in a nice way. Um, a, a, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Depp more or less imports his soulful gypsy from chocolate. Sensitive and moody, Christina Ritchie, Susie, is at the still centre and very still herself. Can a heroine ever have had less dialogue in a talking picture? Who's right? Who's wrong? It's all, it's all in the facial expressions, Lonnie. It's all in the body language. And I guess she does it's more have to those, acting than just speaking. She has those big eyes that, that bring you in, doesn't she? So that's cool. Mate, so they're, they're your faves. I thought you would have been all about this. You love her eyes. Yeah, they... they <sighs> Windows to the soul. Yeah, well, some people just don't get some things, do they? You didn't like that darn cat, for example. <laughs> yes, because it was shit. <laughs> Wrong, but okay. Okay. So this is a high point for you on the Christina Chronicles. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I'd say top ten, definitely. Top okay. five, maybe. Jeez. All right. It's top tier for me. Taken. It's top half. Okay. Well, I'll take that. That's all right. Okay. You want to look at what's next? Yes. Yes. Um, some good. I'm hoping. Continue all... this momentum. <laughs> all over the guy. Okay. Mm. I believe it's a rom-com. Okay. That sounds fun. I'll be into it. But so did the opposite of sex, and that wasn't very good, so... 
we'll see how we go. Hmm. And we're going into the year 2000. Next film goal. Wasn't this 2000? 2001, I meant to say. Okay. A Space <laughs> Odyssey. Very nice. Very We've nice. left 2000 behind. Um, YTK's family in the past. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. And she's getting getting better here. It's, it's about two or three films a year. It's not like 1998, which was way too much. Yeah, she slowed her roll. Yeah. Yeah, good on her though. I reckon it's good. Yeah, cool. All right, you're, you're going to give it a rating for the people, Willem? <laughs> two thumbs up. Two I thumbs guess. up. Two Dylan thumbs up. That's good work. Um, for sure. I mean, I'll, I'll just mirror Rog. Three out of four stars. Okay. Absolutely. It's not the easiest, easiest one to track down. I mean, it's not streaming anywhere. I'll put it that way. But it's If you go other methods, it's fairly easy to track down. And normally that's a, a red flag for us in the series, but this time it worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. It's turning into 50-50 now because 200 cigarettes, we had to do the same thing, and that was one of our faves. Yeah, pretty so good, yeah. I think the momentum's shifting. Hmm. All right, then. Anything else you want to say while we wrap up? You all right? You got it? I miss you, Christina. <laughs> I miss you, Christina, as well. Okay. All right, the socials that. and stuff, you get it. All right. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 